Blog Talk Radio. to the Revival Now broadcast. My name is James Brandt, and I am broadcasting live from Clarkston, Michigan. And I want to talk with you this morning. I want to share some some things that are on my heart, some things that are on your heart. So I want you to pick up the phone and dial 760-825-0957. Again, that's 760-825-0957. 0957. You know, I have some events coming up that I would love to meet you there. I would love to minister to you. So let me uh, share with you where I'm going to be. Here it comes. That's right. That's going to be me in the beginning of June. June 2nd, Saturday, June 2nd. I'm going to be in Los Angeles, California. Uh, for a revival experience revival meeting you're like what are those meetings all about they're exactly what they are called the revival experiences and god shows up in a mighty way the gifts of the spirit start to flow healings will start to manifest Um, we're going to believe god for miracles signs and wonders i was talking to someone the other day and they were saying Man, your meetings, they make the Bible come to life. Well, come on, that's exactly what they're supposed to do. That's what we as the body of Christ are supposed to do. The kingdom of God is not in word only, but in power. 
It's not in word, but in power. There needs to be a demonstration of the kingdom of God. And it's more, like I said before, it's more than just that we're going to go to heaven one day in the by and by. And in the meantime, while we're here on this earth, that we have to live a miserable existence. That's trash from the devil right there. So I'm going to be in actually um, uh, Santa Ana, California, so the Los Angeles area. I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott Santa Ana Airport. We have a conference room there that's going to be waiting for your arrival. And I guarantee you, the moment that you step through the doors of that conference room, you are going to feel, you're going to sense the presence of God in that place. Next place I'm going to be at for a conference, Revival Experience, is going to be Grand Rapids, Michigan, Saturday, June 30th at 6 p.m. The Los Angeles one is going to start at 7 p.m. And uh, Grand Rapids is going to be starting at 6 p.m. That one in Grand Rapids is at the Holiday Inn Express South. Uh, for more information, you can log on to my website at revivalchristian.org, um, or you can get there through my name, uh, jamesbrant.org. And I just want to let you know, we're, we are going to be scheduling more revival experiences there's going to be more events and if you're interested in bringing me into your city your town your area to speak maybe at your church um i want to encourage you contact me um i i just have a heart to reach out to people i have a heart to lead them lead them into an experience with god that is life changing and uh, so I'm just excited about that. You know, before I went live here, you ever have where the Holy Spirit just puts kind of what-if scenarios on your heart and you just start thinking upon and meditating upon the questions? One of those things that was on my heart very strongly was what if there was 100% total unity in the body of Christ? 100%. That Every Christian on the face of this earth, we number one, we believed in the same thing. Everything that's in the Word of God, we believed it, number one. Number two, we not only believed it, but there was childlike faith attached to it. What would this world look like if those things truly came to pass? And one of the thrusts of my ministry is to do just that, is to bring unity to the body of Christ, not by compromise, not by compromising truths in the Word of God, but proclaiming and teaching truths and giving individuals a solid foundation on the Word of God. That's what we need to do. We need to get busy for God. I'm telling you, can, can you just imagine, just, it, it's so important, because I'll tell you right now, the devil loves nothing more, and the enemy, they get a kick out of all of the division that's in the body of Christ. Let me say this, <laughs> this thought came to me too, is every 
local church, on, the, on the, every Christian local church on the face of this earth, it should be like a franchise, not independent owners. Now, what do I mean by that? I'll tell you what I mean. Let's use McDonald's as an example. Anywhere you go in the United States, Canada, around the world, Well, that's well. That is quite interesting. I'm sorry for that. The right as I was talking, it got disconnected. The audio got disconnected. So sorry about that. I'm telling you right now. I am talking, and I'm sitting here preaching a message that I know the enemy doesn't doesn't like. Number two, I'm trying this new time here, and. There may – I don't know. I mean, this is the first time I did a broadcast at 11 a.m. Eastern. I imagine there is uh, a lot of other shows going on. So, um, again, this is a, a test run here for this time frame. Maybe it's not going to work. I might have to switch it back to a later time. But back to what I was talking about, what if the church, the body of Christ – was in total and complete unity on this earth. That every church, every Christian church, listen to me, every Christian church should be like a franchise, not an independent owner. What do I mean by that? I mean, anywhere we go in the world, if we go into a McDonald's, Anywhere in the world, there's going to be some – it's going to be the same thing. You can get the same thing anywhere in the world. If you or I were, were out of town, we go into a McDonald's, we want a McDouble, we want, a chi- we want some chicken nuggets, we can get it anywhere in the world at the McDonald's. Why? Because it's standard all around the world. What if churches were like that? Anywhere I go, if I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, visiting some family – if I'm in Florida visiting some family, and I, I want to go and visit a local church in those areas, I should be able to receive the power of God, feel the power of God, experience God in that place, in, in any church that I go to. Are you feeling my heart on this? And it's not just my heart, it's God's heart. God wants unity. And here's the thing. The enemy, the enemy loves division. He absolutely loves it because it cuts off the power of God from flowing on this earth. And that's why I say, what if, what if every believer... What if we all believe the same? What if we all really believed everything that's in the Word of God? We took away all the traditions, all the man-made traditions, and all the junk, all the experiences that we had that we kind of mix into our religious mix. But what if it was just pure 
childlike faith with everything that is in the Word of God. We had a powerful time in Grand Rapids, Michigan at the prayer meeting um, on Saturday night. It was just a prayer meeting amongst a couple of uh, uh, some of you know my friends and and stuff. There was probably like mm, around 25 people around there. Man, the presence of God was so strong. You I'm telling you right now. You're feeling down, you're feeling discouraged. Hook up with some on-fire Christians. Hook up with some Jesus freaks. And get into the presence of God together. The gifts of the Spirit were flowing. I mean, the the very first word of knowledge that popped was a young girl there. It, she, I, I thought um, my friend knew her and, and was friends with her for a while. My friend just met this young girl that day in a store and invited her to come to the prayer meeting that night. And all of a sudden, we're, st- we're in a circle, and we're just praying, man. We're praying the house down, praying in, in tongues, praying in English. I mean, we, we, were just, we were just rolling. And all of a sudden, just it rose up within me one word of knowledge. And and the, I'm not going to give details because it was, it's kind of a personal thing for that young girl. But that word of knowledge rose up, and and I just pointed at her, and I said that one word. And it I, I'm not going to give details, but trust me, this this thing just happened in her life, and it totally the Holy Ghost totally zoomed in on that one thing. I, it, it, I'm telling you, I never, after all of the the supernatural experiences that has happened in my life, every one of them, always, I, I'm never, it, it, I never take it for granted. It's never like, oh, 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 okay, oh, well, that's cool. No, there's always an awe on me, and especially when the Holy Spirit picks out one individual, administers so intimately to that person. It's a beautiful thing. Now I want you to pick up the phone and give me a call. You need, you, you need prayer for something? Do you need a healing? Do you feel in bondage in a certain area in your life? I want you to pick up the phone and give me a call at 760-825-0975. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone and call. I'm telling you right now, there there is an anointing that is flowing from this broadcast. And I want to minister to you right now.
back, and I am live, and hopefully we have no more technical difficulties because I want to stay on the air with you. Come on, pick up that phone and give me a call at 760-825-0957. I want to tell you something. Everything in the natural Everything in the natural realm is a picture of what is taking place in the spirit realm. You feeling heaviness? You feeling bondage in your life? I'm telling you, there's something going on in the spirit realm. And if you're not coming against what's taking place in the spirit realm, nothing is going to change in the natural realm. Are you hearing me, somebody? Let me say it again. Everything, everything that happens in the natural realm is a manifestation of what's happening in the spirit realm. Some of you are saying, oh gosh, what are you talking about? Some of you are listening to this, you think, oh, here you go. Listen to me. What you don't understand is that you and I, we are spirit beings, We are spirit beings. We possess a soul, mind, will, and emotions. That's your soul. And we live in a physical body. The real you, the you that's going to live on forever after this life, whether in heaven or in hell or the lake of fire, that's up to you and what you do with the Lord Jesus Christ. But I will promise you this. This is not it. This is not this is not the final dance here on this earth. You're going to live forever. And it's not going to be your physical body that lives forever. It's going to be your spirit. And then you're going to receive uh if you go to heaven a glorified body. But you, the real you are a spirit being. Therefore, I would say it's pretty important then For you to understand the spirit realm, we need to understand the spirit realm. That's another thrust of my ministry. I want to stretch you, your mindset, to go beyond the natural realm. Because what we see in the natural, the Word of God says, this is all going to fade away. This is all going to fade away. We need to know what's taking place in the spirit realm. If you have your Bibles, open them up to Ephesians chapter 1. I want to read something to you here. Ephesians chapter 1. And I want to look at verse 3 to start here. I see we have some, uh, we have some action in the chat room. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And uh, you have a question or a prayer request, go ahead, type it in the chat room. I know I I get talking and then I kind of forget to look at the chat room, but I'm looking at it right now. And uh, so, you know, make sure you put um, whatever, prayer requests, anything, anything you want to deal with. I'm willing to talk about any topic on this um, broadcast, Uh, things maybe that are not being said from the pulpit. (laughs) I kind of joke around and say, you know what? I am bold enough to say what you're thinking. Amen? 
let, let's just deal with some things. Let's, let's lay them out, How, however uncomfortable they are, whatever. It's fair game here. Let's shine the light of God's word on topics and bring truth to it. Amen? Look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, underline that, has, already has, done it, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, underline spiritual, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Any blessing that you or I are ever going to receive from God originates in the spirit realm. And that blessing in the spirit realm needs to be transferred into the natural through the pipeline of faith and obedience. Oh, let me say that again. Every blessing that Jesus Christ has given us through his death, burial, and resurrection, those blessings belong to you. They legally belong to you. They legally belong to me. They legally belong to every uh, Christian, disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. But there's a difference between legally belonging to you and then you experiencing it. Are you hearing me? Oh, man. (laughs) Listen to me. This is where many Christians get tripped up because they say, hey, I'm a Christian. Why are all these bad things happening to me? And they're sitting back and doing nothing. They're, they're, they're full of negativity. They're full of defeat. And they let the enemy have a field day all over them. This is the message that the enemy does not want you to hear. The difference between something legally belonging to you and experiencing the blessing in your personal life. Someone can have a will and have your name in it, and they die. Legally, what they left you belongs to you, but you're not going to experience it until you go to the court, you go to the lawyer, you go to the probate court, whatever. You sign for them things, and you claim what legally belongs to you. I'm telling you. This is exactly, this is exactly what is tripping people up. Well, oh, if, if healing and deliverance was, uh, is a benefit for the Christian, when I got saved, why wasn't I healed? Why wasn't I delivered? Because you've got to tap into that blessing. You've got to pull it from the spirit realm into the natural realm. I'm telling you. Maybe this is the first time you heard a message like this. Well, I believe this is a divine appointment for you to be on this broadcast today and listening to this. So what happens is this, and I talked about this on a broadcast before, is that 
they say, hey, look, I'm a Christian. All these bad things are happening to me. What's going on? God must not love me. This must be my lot in life. No, that's not it at all. What's happening is the devil is having a field day on your ignorance. Ignorance, to be ignorant of something, means to lack knowledge of something. God said in Hosea chapter 4, he says, my people, not the sinner, because someone who hasn't received Christ as Savior, their father, their daddy is the devil. Okay? If someone says, oh, but we're all children of God. No, we're not. You're a child of God when you accept his son, Jesus Christ. You reject the son, you reject the father. Are you hearing me, somebody? Look it up. It's in 1 John. There, there's your homework. (laughs) So God says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. What is that lack of knowledge of? The lack of knowledge is lacking knowledge on the word of God and what belongs to you. The word of God is is God's will. The word of God is God's desire for you. The Word of God says that it's God's desire that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I mean, is is hell empty right now? Has everyone become a Christian from the beginning of time? No. But it says it's God's will. What, what happened? What happened? Those individuals who did not make Jesus Lord of their life did not tap in to the salvation that was there through Christ their whole life. Think about this, people. This is absolutely mind-boggling. That someone who's who's living on this earth for 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, even 100 years or whatever, when they pass away, if they haven't received Christ, they're, 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 it's it. They're doomed for eternity. That's just not a scare tactic. That's the truth. And I'm I'm telling you, when the provision was there, the whole their whole life, the provision was there their whole life, and they never tapped into it. And the same goes with any blessing. Any blessing that legally belongs to you through the Lord Jesus Christ must be tapped into. The Word of God says that all the promises through Christ Jesus are yes and amen. Okay, you want to hear uh, you want to hear something about that verse that maybe you've never heard of before? Listen, all the promises through Christ are yes and amen. Listen to this. I found out that we have a responsibility in this Christian walk. It means this. Maybe someone has put a yes and amen on receiving Christ, correct? Yeah, they're born again. They're a child of God. 
But maybe they have not put the yes and amen on the healing message that's in the Word of God. Maybe they haven't put a yes and amen on any of the benefits that are in the Word of God. You and I need to put a yes and amen. You know what the word amen means? It means so be it. So be it unto me. So when you're reading the word and you come across the promise in the word, put a yes and amen on it. What does that mean? Believe it. Receive it. With childlike faith. I'm telling you, this message that I'm imparting to you today, I know is straight from the heart of the Holy Ghost. I see that I have someone on the line, and I want to bring them in right now. Oh, hang on. Hey, welcome to the Revival Now broadcast. Hey, James, it's Tracy. I was at your prayer meeting uh, this last Saturday. Hey, Tracy, how are you? Good. Good. Um, What's on your mind? Well, I am listening to you and it's um really cool um just hearing what you're having to say and um just being reminded of the spiritual gifts and um i i had posted on your uh facebook also from ezekiel 47 that mm-hmm. it is ours to to go and get and you can go ankle deep and it puts out the fire or you can yeah. go knee deep waist deep or swim in it and oh. that's what I feel like, you know, just going to the prayer meetings is like I'm swimming and I'm getting swim lessons and I'm loving it. That and, and this, this experience is kind of new to you, isn't it, Tracy? And yeah. So, uh, you, you know, what would you say to someone who was in your shoes before coming to our meetings um, and, and who's kind of standoffish about it and think that, well, this is kind of weird? What would you say to that person? Well, and exact, this is exactly what happened because my daughters came with me and because we were, um, I was raised in the Catholic Church and then had, you know, came accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, but then went into like a CRC and was familiar with mm-hmm. the Reformed churches and the CRCs and attend, yeah. um, you know, Granville's um, Res Life Church here. But um, bringing my girls into it because they weren't really familiar with tongues and whatnot, I started by yeah. reading in First Corinthians, I think is it 14, about the gifts uh-huh. of the Spirit, and talked yes. to them about that. So that was the first thing I did with them because this was very, very new to them. And they, they had only seen um, a person uh, a couple of years ago speak in tongues one time, and it was very new to them. But mm-hmm. that... You know, so therefore, so this is where I bounce springboard off from because I always teach my children that you've got to take every teaching to the Word of God. That's and right. And um, our oldest daughter does speak tongues, and so I had her come up and pray over my girls and so they could hear her speak tongues so they at least had the acclamation of one person speaking <laughs> right. tongues and then kind of prepared them, um, preparing them for coming to the meeting and getting them used to it because it was a very different atmosphere. But I'll tell you, mm-hmm. when we went uh, three weeks ago with my one, um, my 15-year-old daughter, she wanted yeah. to go and because she was curious of the things that I had experienced and what I had shared and the excitement that I have from it that then her twin sister wanted to go, and not only that, but then my younger two daughters, um, 11 and 10-year-olds, they wanted to go also. And so um, it was so exciting because they saw my excitement, and that that went off to them, and like I told them, if this was not of God, we would not be here. 
not only would I not bring them, but I myself would not be there. But because, right. as you know, I put you to the word. I put this whole thing before the word. It is so, oh, God, and it's so exciting. And there's such a fire, and it makes me want more. And oh, so hallelujah. Yes, I'm, oh, like, so excited. Man. And when I shared with my mom-in-law and when we um, just that fire that is there that we experienced that was there even laying, you know, praying over you, James, that fire and my, I was telling my mom in my core, I, didn't, I don't think I shared this with you, but when we oh. laid hands on you and praying over you, um, if you don't mind me sharing. No, um, go ahead. <clears throat> there was inside, like, right below my rib cage, just, like, in my stomach area, just this electric, magnetic power source, like, I, the only lack of words is fire. Um, wow. And it was just intense, and it just and it was going throughout my to my throughout my limbs, and it was oh. and it was there. And when I was sharing this with my mom-in-law, she asked me, and I was telling her about it and the power that was there. And she's like, "Well, were you afraid?" I'm like, "No, it made me want more." And <laughs> hence, that's why we again came to this last meeting. And um, and so anyway, so my my twin, my my the first twin, Kayla, who went with me to the first meeting, she went to the second meeting, and you prayed over her. She now speaks tongues, which she's all excited about. Awesome! And yes, she's become my little evangelist now because her younger sister, she's like, Mom, I really feel God calling me to lay hands on on Danielle and praying over her because she she needs the gift of tongues. So she ended up praying over her little sister, and um, now Danielle, if I'm aware does not speak tongues yet but she was very open to it and yes. because she wanted to speak tongues and then also some things came out through that um some like a vision that god had given her that we were able to we need to oh. counsel her with and whatnot but it was just really really cool wow. and I was just teaching my children and the spiritual things of god and the things that we have been so that has been taken from us that we didn't know we rightfully had but god's word says these are our gifts, just like what you were saying in Ephesians. You know, yes. this this belongs to us, and our Amen. people, our society are dying because yes. of the lack of knowledge of God's word. And so much right. so that night when we were with your group, Saturday yeah. night, I saved your group. You came to us in Grand Rapids. That <laughs> night, my twin girls came. They forewent a birthday party because they found wow. out you were coming, and they wanted to be there. So they forewent a birthday party to, you know, left the world behind and speak the things of God. And then on top of that, one of their peers, now they did not, this is not a birthday party they attended. They went, she went to a party in Allegan County and it was the last, that was the last, and she sought the worldly things and she was in a tragic um, six person car accident and she was one of two that died that same night. And oh, you mean was this was a tragic. party that your daughter was going to go to? No, no, no. Was originally no. going this to? Is, this, was a, this was a party in Allegan, a full-blown okay. party. Um, someone brought alcohol in for minors. And um, oh. the birthday party my girls were invited to was completely different. My girls would have never okay. attended that. Sure. Um, but this girl, she, she, um, her parents were out of town, and she took that as her opportunity to leave. And she left and hung out with these guys and went to a party and it was the last ride of her night and they she died tragically and it's oh, it Lord, breaks my heart because family. I just and her parents are new converts. I know the family and a couple of years ago they came to accept Christ and then because yeah. they accepted Christ there were changes in their life that was taking place and they were putting restraints around their daughter and she Sure didn't want that and sought the world and I just look at that and how she bought into a lie. She thought yep, the world sure had did. something to offer. 
and and here it cost her her life and yes. you know tragically and then i look at you know when god who wants good for all of us yeah. his his will is for us to to live a life of abundance Amen. and to live a happy life and my girls yeah. thought the things of god and i'm not saying that they are any better but I'm just, what right. God wants for us are good, and he's loving. And what Satan wants for us is to steal, kill, and destroy, and it's exactly what he did. And, you know, and it's yes. just, there's such a contrast. And Amen. I just praise God, and I love him, but I, we need these revivals, James, and we're just loving you, and I just had a call and just say hi. And just, <laughs> the meetings well, are I'll awesome. My girls love you, and... Oh, your your awesome. your children are such sweethearts, and uh, man, I'll tell you, the Holy Ghost when I was prophesying over them, what some words, uh, some powerful anointings on your children, and you know, oh man, I'm telling you, they're you guys were all glowing. Now here's the thing, Tracy, they say that you will you'll know you know a person by their fruit and all that good stuff this experience that you are having you and your children are had do you feel does it bring you closer to jesus or does it push you away from jesus oh my gosh way closer way closer just it makes me want him more and just draw closer and i you when what i experienced especially that well i don't want to say especially starting at that first meeting and like I yeah. told my mom-in-law when I was sharing with her, I just, it, I want more. I want more. That's all I want. And, and it's like then the things of this world just disappear, and that's exactly what it is. It's like I get where the disciples and the apostles were at because they were like, they sold everything because yeah. I'm like, I want more of these meetings. This is where I, that's the highlight of my week. When we were coming, we were so excited to, to be there because it's more of Christ, it's more of the, the filling of the Spirit, and there's peace, yes. and there's joy, and there's fellowship, and there's love, yes. and there's not no condemnation, and right. it is just so, so, everything the, in the world the, just disappears. The atmosphere in that place, how would you describe it? It's like... It's thick. That's the only way I can describe it. It's thick with the presence of God, isn't it? Yes, yes, definitely. And so much so that my little ten-year-old girl—you don't, you're not aware of this—but that evening, this past Saturday, she um, took me to the uh, to the side, and she was um, she had an ex- she experienced a vision, mm. and but she didn't know how to describe it. Um, so wow. she was like, "I don't know, mom," and, I, and then I explained to her that it was a vision and that, yes. um, you know, what God was showing her. And, um, and I, James, you know my story, and I don't want to get into that today, but, sure, you know, sure. she, she saw her dad dying. And oh. she and she was sad because she's like, you know, she says, in my mind I'm seeing him die. And, and then she's like, and I'm crying, and I'm like, no, Daddy, no. And and so I explained to her that what um, what she had experienced was a vision, but also it was a spiritual vision of what uh, it what it was is dad dying to himself and that that uh, old man and the new things of God coming that he's going to be reborn into that spiritual realm and then she yes. says well that means he's not going to be mean or he's not going to uh, yell at us or and I'm like yep that's exactly what it means and so wow. she grabbed onto that and then we had an incident here where she actually broke a glass last night and she came to me she goes mom mom I broke that glass and 
dad at first looked mad, but he didn't yell at me. And, and she said, you're right. God is looking in his heart. It was just so precious. And she's Whoa. picking up on that that spiritual realm at, you know, that yes. you know, age of 10 years old. And it was just really just sweet and precious and, and just seeing her even responding to this. And just it's so wow. amazing. That is, that is amazing. I and I the sensitivity. I'm telling you, you're get ready. And I'm I'm even prophesying this. Your husband, what the the presence of God that you guys are bringing into that house is going to affect your husband. And I'm telling you, it's I, I'm believing for a change in him that is just going to be jaw dropping. And God's going to do God, a work. Father, we're waiting oh, for it. Right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up Tracy, I lift up her children, Lord, I lift up her husband right now. I pray that that house would be so filled with your manifest presence and glory, Lord God, that it would grip the heart of Tracy's husband, Lord God, that, Lord God, it would bring healing to the parts of him, even the, the wounds from his childhood that he's carrying today. I pray that healing would come to those parts. And, Lord God, oh, my, Lord, Tracy and her children, they are hungry for more, and I pray that you would give them more, give them more of your presence, more of your glory, more uh, supernatural experiences, more divine appointments, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Tracy, I cannot wait to get back to the Grand Rapids area to hook up with all you guys. Neither can we, and we're already got the June 30 date on calendar, so we're planning to be there. But my girls, they are, they're all asking, you know, when are we coming back, you know? When are we going you back? Because they just love, they love coming to see you and love being in that atmosphere. Wow, it's it's just it's pure God, pure God in that atmosphere. And you know, maybe uh, maybe me and Marianne can work something out where uh, we can maybe show up and and have some fellowship with all you guys and some more prayer, just personal on a yes, personal level be awesome. before June thirtieth. Uh, but until then, we're gonna rock the house down in Los Angeles, California, and then Grand Rapids. People, you are hearing. The testimony of someone who was in our meetings, she came to two meetings, and look at what God is doing in her heart. Tracy, thank you so much for calling in. Yes, thank you, and we look forward to If you don't get here before June 30th, we'll see you June 30th. Sounds great. Tell everyone I said hi. Oh, God is so good. God, (laughs) oh, thank you so much for what you're doing, Lord. Father, I pray for every person listening right now, every person listening, Lord, I pray that they would have a touch from you. Any person listening who needs a physical healing, right now, Lord, I loose your healing power, your healing anointing upon that organ, upon that part right now. I command every disease to come out of their body in the name of Jesus. I command right now their blood to be cleansed right now. Every plant which my Heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. And I command every spirit of infirmity, every demonic spirit that's binding and blinding anybody listening to me right now, I say come out in the name of Jesus Christ. People, I will be back after this.
Yeah, baby, we're pulling down strongholds in the name of Jesus. Welcome back to Revival Now. I was looking in the chat room, and I see one of my buds in there. He's like, Satan is a punk. He is a punk. He is a thief. And right now, I am exposing him in the name of Jesus. All you got to do, people, is get into the Word of God. Listen to me. Spiritual maturity has nothing to do with how long you've been attending a local church. Are you hearing me? It has nothing to do with how long you've attended a local church. It has nothing to do with how long you've been saved. Spiritual maturity, I'm telling you right now, has nothing to do with it. Spiritual maturity has everything about being a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Listen to me. Your spiritual maturity is totally, totally based on you. Guess what? I have the same Bible that you have. You have the same Bible that I have. You have the same opportunity as any person on the face of this earth. What are you going to do with it? There are people in third world countries, in other countries like China and all that, they, they don't have Bibles, and they're craving, they're desiring the Word of God. Oh, how we take for granted the written Word of God. We let it build dust up on our shelves. We need to crack it open, and we need to feed on the Word of God. Are you hearing me? You need prayer? Give me a call. Seven six zero eight two five zero nine five seven. Maybe you uh, were at the prayer meeting on Saturday night. Maybe you were at one of my meetings, or um, you uh, you came to uh, one of our church services when I pastored in Big Rapids, and you want to give a testimony of what God has done in your life. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Seven six zero eight two five zero nine five seven. Man, Satan tried to cut me off earlier by cutting the audio off. And I said, no way, devil. I hooked right back up. God is moving in a mighty way. So listen to me. I want you, I want you to add this to your prayer list. Say, Heavenly Father, open my spiritual eyes. Open my spiritual ears to a greater level than I ever had before. He will do it. Just I dare you to say to him, I want more of you. If you have your Bibles, open them up to Ephesians chapter 1. I want to just go through uh, verses 15 through 23 here real fast. We only have about 10 minutes left on the broadcast. It says, therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, wherever there's faith, wherever there is true faith, you will find love. Paul, the Apostle Paul, the Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul, listen to this. He says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. What was he praying for the people? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Have you ever thought to pray that? Say, Heavenly Father, give unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you and your Son, Jesus Christ. 
some some are saying, well, you know, gosh, you know, do we really have to pray that? Have you ever tried it? Do it. Try it. Ask in faith and watch God move. Also, some of you, not some, but all of you, I know some who are listening do pray this, but those of you who don't, start praying that God would open up divine appointments for you. I'm telling you, every time I pray, there is a divine appointment. Me and Marianne have been experiencing that in a powerful way. So, that he may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling or desire his expectation of his calling. What are the, here it is, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. There are riches inside of you. He put them there. You have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead living in you. Take advantage of the helper. Again, Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit as the helper. In James, it refers, it tells the Christian to be a doer of the word. And I put on my Facebook status last night, I said, you start to do something, and then the Holy Spirit will help with that thing. Because he's called the helper. The Holy Spirit is called the helper, the one called alongside to help, the standby. He is not called the doer. Why? Because, listen to me, you've got to give access, permission for the Holy Spirit to move on your behalf. You have to give permission to the things in the kingdom of God, God's angels. Are you hearing me? God's angels, the Holy Spirit, his ministering spirits. We need to give permission or access into our life for them to move. They hearken unto the voice of God's word. You can read over that casually and just be like, oh, okay, the voice of God's word, meaning God's speaking something, telling them to go. No, it says the angels hearken unto the voice of God's word. Who gives voice? To the word of God on this earth. You might as well just raise your hand right now because it's you. It's me. We give voice to the word of God on this earth. The words that come out of our mouth can either loose the power of God. It can loose the healing power of God. Or it can bind it up. The words that you and I speak give access either to the kingdom of God into our lives and situations or to the kingdom of Satan into our lives or situations. Parents, be very careful what you are speaking over your children's life because your words are creating a blueprint for their life. Are you hearing me? What kind of a blueprint are you drawing up for your children? Because up until the age of accountability, up until the age of accountability, you are their spiritual authority. What words are coming out of your mouth toward your children? Mm. I see here, I just received an email 
from a Michael in Kingston, Jamaica. He wants me to pray for him. Father, I lift Michael up to you. Lord, I pray that every bondage, every stronghold that's upon within him now, he would be loosed from it in the name of Jesus. I speak your blessing over him, Lord, that you would give him wisdom in the way he should walk. And Lord God, in, he would walk in your perfect plan. I pray for divine appointments to take place in his life in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I just pray he would experience your anointing, your presence, in his life like never before. Give him an experience, Lord. Connect him with, with other Christians who are on fire, and he would catch on fire with the fire that you've given them in the name of Jesus. I also see here um, someone is pr uh, asking for prayer in the chat room here. Um, Oh, let me see. Hey, this is live radio right now, so I'm trying to find it, so bear with me. All I know is God is moving. I just got a message that said, pray for a Shannon? Pray for a Shannon. Uh, man, I'm going all up and down this chat room. I'm not seeing it. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, Shannon has an eating disorder. In the name of Jesus, I come against that demonic spirit that's causing that eating disorder. I command that devil to come out of her in the name of Jesus, and I loose the healing anointing through her digestive system right now. I command that food to stay down and, and be digested properly in the name of Jesus. No weapon that's formed against Shannon is going to prosper. So right now, I speak healing over every part of her. I speak healing not only through her body for every organ to function properly, but for her emotions the brokenness of her heart that even led to this eating disorder to be healed right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Father, minister to your people right now. We only have three minutes left. Three minutes. This broadcast goes so fast. I'm telling you, I might have to lengthen it sometime. Oh, Father, let your anointing be loosed upon every person. I pray right now that there would be an impartations of the gifts of the Spirit. If you've never received the Holy Spirit baptism, just ask. If you're a believer, you've never received that experience, just ask right now in the name of Jesus Christ. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, today is the day of salvation. You don't know when you're going to take your last breath. Once you take your last breath, it's done. It's over. You need to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today and tap into every benefit, every blessing in the name of Jesus. Tap in. Tap in right now. And you can become a son. You can become a daughter of the Most High God. Jesus. I know right now by the Holy Ghost, some of you are experiencing the power and presence of God right now. Father, minister to your people in a mighty way. Touch every heart. You know where they need a touch from you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Los Angeles, California, get to the meeting in Santa Ana, Saturday, June 2nd. 
at 7 p.m. West Coast, get there. Wherever you are in the United States, you're only one flight away from the Los Angeles area. I want to minister to you. I want, I'm telling you right now, you show up, God's going to do something special. I know it. My faith level is there. The Holy Spirit has been just been speaking to, ever since I scheduled this meeting. I am so excited. We have one minute left. I want to thank you for tuning in. The next Revival Now broadcast is going to be Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. I don't want any more technical difficulties. Amen? Amen. Guys, get to one of our meetings. Contact me. You want to bring me into your city or town? Contact me. I want to come. I want to be there. And let's rock the house for Jesus. God bless you. Talk to you Thursday.